From the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between, this is the 5050 Podcast, powered by National Scouting Report. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. Here we go. It's another edition of the 5050 podcast powered by our proud partners, National Scouting Report. You can find more information on what they're what they're about. All right. On social media, on Twitter at NSR now, that's N-S-R-N-O-W, as well as on Instagram at NSR underscore N-O-W, as well as on their website at NSR INC.com. Again, that is National Scouting Report. They are the world's leading authority on athletic recruiting. All right, episode 82, getting ready to get started, and uh, it's an all-podcast team, 50-50-pod team affair today. So we have our uh, our returning champion, right, and Rafa, Coach Rafa joining us. Coach, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. How are you? Doing great, man. Doing great. Good to have you. Good to have you in. And then our newest member of the podcast team, right, our college recruiting insider making his debut, <laughs> his debut uh, appearance here on the podcast. Oh no, I was on. What's I was no, on with as the... a team member though, as a team member. Oh, okay. Debut yeah. as a team member. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Frank Court the Third, our college recruiting insider. Frank, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, living the dream. I almost said Frank Court Junior the Third, right? Just oh, don't <laughs> my little nickname for you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, well. Uh, yeah, guys, it's uh, it's great to be back. It's been like woods three weeks exactly to the day since our last episode, and uh, you know it's uh, it's great. <clears throat> excuse me, it's great to be back. Excited. Uh, what's been new? What's been going on in uh, over the last couple of weeks? Uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Rafa before we get to Frank because I know Frank's going to have a good good little intro. So Rafa, what's what's new, buddy? Well, I, I finally made some investment, like the the earphones, like you have. So I have. This- the same time with you oh it's been you great go. so it sounds great so use them for the for the other for the fan cast and also for the other show what kind you uh get? lately just, did you get some pretty good uh, ones? oh the same the same uh, brand as you the ones you got oh did you okay the audio uh, really so, nice. no, yeah they're pretty yeah. sweet they're pretty sweet awesome so they, they feel they feel nice and great <laughs> so you can hear a lot better than the other ones i had over the um, ear remember that's the trick over the ear not over on, the ear on the ear over the ear right <clears throat> And and just lately, been just working with um, I guess the guys there in the Fadcast who did a show last night to go over San yeah. Diego and Sacramento game and uh, a couple other things um, uh, just to discuss. And then shout out to Harry, you know, thinking about him. He lost, like I said, he lost his cat the, uh, the other day, and yeah, and also the to one of the players in San Marcos, uh, you know, from the Corpus Christi. So we uh, shout out, to, you know, Tim condolences to his family. But as, usually we've just been busy working with, um, you know, with, with the fan cast, with Roy, some of the rest of the guys, and mm-hmm. just looking forward to see if we can get a finally get on, on the win column here on Saturday against Birmingham. 
Yeah, they're back uh, back into, is it the Legion, right? Is it Legion? Mm-hmm. Birmingham Legion, I think they are. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a good should be a good one. I think fireworks show, if I'm not mistaken, right after the match. Yeah. So awesome. And uh, Frank, how about you, buddy? What's uh, we're gonna get into a lot of what you've been working on later in the show. But what else is going? Yeah, on? I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to do it all right now. Uh, you know, just talking to people, uh, doing a lot of interviews, calling people, uh, explaining my previous body of work, uh, working on the fifty fifty newsletter, talking to you for forty minutes every day. Uh, every other day, every other day, <laughs> sending sending you a test every every day. Uh, just working on the newsletter, you know, trying to refine exactly what we we're trying to say, you know, trying to make sure that I'm speaking with the voice of the pod, trying to get your input on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, just you know, hanging out at home, watching all the draft content. Uh, yeah, pre agent content tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's been interesting. I know this time. This time of year, too, for for soccer, right? For soccer fans, the summer months, um, with the, ex- I mean, it affects MLS to a certain extent, but it's not the same. But on the world, right? The world football stage, it is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's the transfer window. This is the big transfer window, right? So it's yeah. always, it's always high drama. I know <clears throat> Rafa and I have been thinking the Mbappe deal to Real was going to happen over a week ago. Still, still nothing. So, yeah. So interesting. I think the ultimatums tomorrow, I think. I saw that. Yeah. Signed to sign for two years and then with the option of leaving after 2024, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. So, all right. Well, Frank, uh, you are, you're joining us. So thank you for being here. Um, you know, it's glad we're happy to have you part of the team as our college, college recruiting insider and you know, full disclosure as well. You know, Frank's going to get into it a little bit more in terms of his background. But, you know, Frank and I established a great working relationship, great rapport. And I got to see him in action in our time working together with College Promoters USA as well. So brings an abundance of experience that he's going to get into in a little bit. But, Frank, welcome. Tell us, uh, give us a little bit, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell, not us, but tell, you know, tell everyone at large uh, a little bit about Mm -hmm. yourself, a little bit of background and how you got here and what you're trying to do. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm, you know, pumped to be a part of the team. You know, whenever I, I, I think I called you to use you as a reference and you, you sent out the invite and I was just pumped. I'm super excited to still be working in the helping high school athlete space and uh, just trying to bring quality to- content to them. Uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm from San Antonio, uh, born and raised here. Uh, graduated from Texas A&M in 2019. Um I got a degree in sports management uh, when I got my job at College Promoters USA. My main focus was running the email campaign system uh, and making sure that all the athletes were being sent out for, you know, anytime they got new film, anytime they got a club event, or anytime maybe if they made it to like the regionals where a coach might be or something like that. Uh, just making sure that all their marketing was up and running and we were being consistent in our efforts. Uh, I also ran the socials uh, with Greg. There we go. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't sell it short either as a uh, as a email campaign because I mean that was those are major marketing campaigns going out for what over three hundred athletes at any given time over the course of you know. Oh uh, yeah, no yeah, I, I did a lot of email campaigns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those, <clears throat> and we'll get into that a little bit more later. But but yeah, those 
I got to see that in action quite a bit. And yeah, that's that's a heavy load. That's a heavy load for sure. Mm-hmm. So you do, did amazing work there. We're excited to have you here. <clears throat> you know, one of the things you hit on it briefly, but one of the things that uh, we're excited to have you on and we started talking about that you're working on is our newsletter. Newsletter is getting ready to launch, hopefully within about the next inside of the next hours, right? 24 to 48 yeah. hours max. Yeah. And uh, so tell us uh, kind of, it's our first edition, getting ready to come out. Tell us a little bit about the the thought process behind just the newsletter itself, the genesis for it, this specific one that's getting ready to come out. And then what can we, what can we kind of expect in the future as well? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Uh, for, on the Recruiting 101, the film focus, the whole idea is just uh, highlighting the types of plays that college coaches are looking for whenever they're getting an email from an athlete about like, like the defender needs to have breaking up the one-on-one plays, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so pretty much we just want to put all that info out into the world and hopefully some athletes can utilize it in their uh, creation of highlight real process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and any, so that was now that's what we're getting ready to tackle here with the first edition, but tell us for our listeners here, for our supporters, tell us, tell them a little bit more in terms of the genesis of the newsletter itself, the thought process behind it, the greater and what to expect in the future. Okay. Well, I had this idea at College Promoters USA that we could like repurpose all the data that we have, the email data that we have and do a, uh, newsletter, maybe like a monthly one broken out by sport, uh, giving advice to, you know, maybe even potential people that weren't our clients, uh, mm-hmm. trying to get them back into our business uh, by giving out like free advice. So this is like that, but like only about soccer uh, and for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only about soccer is enough. That's where we can, we can focus yes. on that, right? So, uh, Rafa, any thoughts on that? Any questions you have for Frank in terms of just the specific topic of the first edition or just the newsletter in general? Yeah, what do you look for as far as the, the newsletter? You know, like, you know, what, what gets you excited about doing this? Uh, I think my favorite thing has just been like designing it and working with Hector, really. Uh, it's good because I'll, I'll like have an idea and then I'll like pitch it to Hector and then we'll like share Canva docs and then he'll like improve my idea times like 100. And I'm like, oh, man, that's exactly what I was thinking. Right. Uh, really, I think the most exciting part is just helping people. Uh, that was always, you know, that was always the most rewarding part of the process for me working at College Promoters USA. You know, we'd have these people that we worked with for, you know, sometimes they'd enroll as like a sophomore with like limited film and then they become juniors and they get a bunch of film and then we market their film several times and look for unique opportunities to get it out in front of coaches. Uh, and then, you know, one day they commit and like their whole process is over and uh, until they, um, now they have the portal. But um, right, yeah, that's a, another conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. but definitely, you know, uh, I think just around February or whenever we see the signing dates, you know, uh, very rewarding time of the year. So I just look forward to helping more athletes, uh, and hopefully expanding their knowledge of soccer. 
Now in the future, tell us just some thoughts, some ideas in terms of what can maybe listeners and well, the ultimate goal is we want, we want people to, you know, supporters, subscribe, uh, listeners of the podcast. We want them to go and subscribe for this, right? So it doesn't matter whether, whether you're a student athlete, a parent, a coach, high school coach, club coach, even a college coaches, right? Um, but what, what can we kind of expect, you know, since you're, you're driving that engine with the newsletter. Mm-hmm. What can we, what are you kind of thinking? Let us uh, peek behind the curtain a little yes. bit. What can we expect uh, regarding the, the newsletter in the, in the future? Uh, you know, with your podcast, you cover so much ground. You know, you have the Texas high school soccer. Uh, you have your own pod where you have the coaches on and it's like the recruiting service type tip. Uh, so really, you know, the first one's going to be film. Uh, we can circle back on the film and do like how to's for huddle. It, how to capitalize your in-season film. We can do like how-tos for VO, how to capitalize your club season film. Uh, I think the one that we were talking about yesterday was a really good idea, the sort of ebook for how to make your Twitter profile a recruiting profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just, you know, also maybe like some case studies of kids recruitment to like let athletes know that other people have done it before and that every route is a different route and everyone's process is different. And there's a lot of different ways to get recruited. Right. And over the course of many of these editions, right, they, these are a lot of things that people generally, they kind of talk to each other or they go to certain other people's kind of profiles and they just kind of wing it. Right. They kind of just say, mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. maybe I can add this because this person has this on their profile or maybe I can add this. But there doesn't really seem to be a, a primary source that's targeting soccer specific. Right. That's tar- that's targeting. Hey, this is you know, this is a kind of a on a, a one-stop shop, if you will, right. Where, and it'll be sprinkled over multiple editions of whether it's film, whether it's a profile, whether it's just the tidbits of marketing yourself in between, in between film, right. When you upload film, mm-hmm. whether every three to six months, as we've talked about. So how to be able a place where they can go a place where a tutorial, maybe for even parents, right. Maybe they're a little nervous. They're, you know, their young, young kid finally gets up on social media. Right. As a maybe mm-hmm. an incoming freshman or we're seeing it now, even eighth graders, seventh graders. Yeah. Where do, I saw where the do class they of 28 the other day? Yeah. Yeah. I saw <laughs> I saw class of 2028 20, two years ago. <laughs> so that should tell you something. But yeah, but that's what we're kind of thinking. Right. That's what we're that's the part of the genesis, again, of, of the newsletter. And <clears throat> and we'll talk a little bit more in terms of how that ties into the website a little later. Um, but uh, anything, Rafa, you got anything else you want to add to that? Uh, just like I said, I, I'm excited about you know some of the previews I've seen on it. I think it's going to be a big benefit, you know, for the players and to see kind of a kind of like a guide what the, what to expect and what they need to do. Um, in the future, are going to include maybe things like you know, kind of like a, where I I I'm involved with like in my job, like like how to apply to schools, like what schools yeah. are looking for academic wise and stuff like that. Is that going to be implemented later on? Yeah, that's definitely a good idea. We pitched, uh, we have this thing that we're going to show you later. It's like a timeline of the athletes year. And uh, just yesterday I was texting Hector, Hector and I was like, I think we could incorporate application dates, SAT dates, standardized test score dates, like June 15th dates, like April, August 1, I think the visit date. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. August 1, yeah, I think yeah, the visit yeah. date. Uh, so we'll definitely be able to do all sorts of stuff like that in the future. Another great one is... Uh, the 50-50 pod camp list or questionnaire list, you know, uh, I've essentially just went through all of Hector's podcasts 
and uh, put all of them on one like Excel sheet. And I've been working to fill out like all the recruiting questionnaire links for each program that has been on the podcast. Uh, so sort of just like connecting the dots in between the podcast and like the stuff in the recruiting world is like what I'm going to do. I like Frank. I like how you say that, like that, like you knocked it out in five minutes. I mean, that, that is a serious, <laughs> that's a serious task, man, because you know, between, between this and inside Texas high school soccer, I mean, we're well over, I think we're creeping up on probably 120 episodes. So that's a lot, that, that's a lot mm. to go over. I mean, of course there wasn't a college coach on every single one, but yeah, that's still a, a, quite a bit. So he's a, he's a bit of a machine and we're, we're like over 40 programs. What's that? <laughs> I think there was like, there's like 30 or 40 cells on that thing. But... Yeah. Yeah. It's a good bit. That's why I was just like, man, <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, so thank you to Frank for that. Uh, these are just some of the things that you can expect coming out of some of the content uh, for the newsletter. So, now, direct them. Where can they go for that, uh, Frank? Uh, you want to go to Hector's Twitter and check out the link at his pinned. It's the Google form. You know, subscribe. Uh, it, there should be a, a button to press for everyone that can subscribe. I think it's like fan of the process, parent of women's men's high school soccer player, men's high school soccer mm-hmm. player, women's high school soccer player, uh, Texas high school soccer coach. Uh, so just be sure that you put in your correct email address. That's the most important one. Uh, and uh, I'll tweet it as well after the podcast. Yeah, and for parents, parents, we we would we really welcome parents as well to sign up for it. But do please, the only favor we ask is don't misrepresent <laughs> and put yourself yeah. down as as your, as your child, right? Um, because this is how we know how to better how to better share our content as well. Mm-hmm. As far as if you're an actual student athlete versus if you're the parent, so something to keep in mind. So. All right. And then the other thing too, the other, the, one of the things, Frank, I wanted you to speak a little bit more about, we had the, uh, over the course of this past week, we kind of sprinkled out our, our recruiting one-on-one film focused little tidbits, right? Little teasers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the link for the, the link for the, uh, the newsletter sign up registration was on there as well, but tell us, uh, tell, tell us our listeners a little bit about the thought process behind the, uh, the film focus, uh, graphics there that we shared. Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of the concepts that the newsletter is going to use are just like reworked or maybe even refined, uh, concepts that I had at college promoters USA. Uh, so I was always showing stuff to different athletes, you know, on the ebook, uh, like I'm curbing that example from Leandro Ferrar Johnson, 2025 coming into our office and being like, what should I put on my Twitter bio? Uh, and then for, for the film focus, I kind of curbed that from, all these football players asking me what they should save on their film. Uh, and then I just took that concept and put it over to soccer. Uh, and we had a coach there that day and he sat me, sat me down and we did it position by position. And then I showed it to you and you added even more in-depth content. Uh, and I think, I think they came out pretty, pretty well. Uh, so. Pretty yeah, what, so it, what it started, what it started a great idea, obviously to start, but what it looked like initially and through multiple drafts and what it ultimately ended up looking like in the end was night and day. So, yeah. So it was like a piece of paper that said GK, FW, CM, It was great info, but it was obviously it was rough. But uh, but that's why they call it a rough draft. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. great stuff. Um, so, as we, be, as we start to transition here, so let us tell you about our good friends uh, at Gipper. So, Gipper is the way schools, athletic departments, ADs, and coaches create world-class marketing content. 
join over 2,500 coaches, ADs, and other administrators that use Gipper to create high-quality visual-branded graphics for your program. The best part, anyone can do it in seconds on any device without needing any design experience whatsoever. <clears throat> if you are, if you do have uh, extensive experience on the uh, the uh, social media marketing front, digital social media marketing front, and graphics, you're a graphics person, this is designed for you as well as what they call the power user. So you can definitely use this. You can just expand the capabilities of of their features and their the resources that they offer. It's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. So just for being a listener of the 5050 podcast, you can receive 10% off any first time Gipper purchase. Simply visit gipper.com slash partner slash 5050 to learn more. Again, that's gipper.com slash partner slash 5050. So all right, good stuff. So the next thing we kind of wanted to hit on, Frank, uh, the college. Uh, I know we were going to talk about the. Uh, we're going to talk. We'll get to the timeline in a second. I know we we have a visual mm -hmm. for that. But college soccer recruiting, right? Just in general, very broad, obviously. But thoughts in terms of the current landscape, in terms of some of the things that obviously beyond beyond what you what we've discussed. But what you're, you're kind of connecting the dots, what's happening, what you're noticing, um, what what are your initial thoughts, anything that you can share? Yeah, I think even with like the portal and the international players on the men's side, you know, uh, all those like barriers that American high school soccer players have to get to the next level, uh, I still think developing and nurturing a relationship with the college coach is like the best way to do it. Uh, even if like, obviously social it plays a huge aspect now, but you got to get on their campus. You got to compete in front of them. Uh, maybe even add an ID camp, uh, mm -hmm. prefer preferably at an ID camp. Uh, and you just got to make a connection, uh, and grow a relationship. Yeah. It, it, like that's not going to change no matter how much the landscape changes, you know? So yeah. that, that was always my thought about it. And you got to be proactive. I know you, you had Greg on last episode. He was always about kids being proactive. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I had this very with uh, one of our young student athletes that I mentioned to you from the college promoter USA days that is now with, uh, with NSR. Uh, we had that conversation earlier this week, right? He said, it's like, should I go to a, should I go to a specific, you know, a specific camp for a school whose campus it's, it's at that school's campus. I want to see it. I'm interested, but I've also been building a relationship there already with those coaches. Mm -hmm. And should I go there? And it's really only going to be, I'm really only going because of that school, even though there are a few other schools there, or should I go to this other particular camp? Obviously we're not going to get into names, but names of camps but should I go to this other camp? It's going to be a big one, right? And um, at the end of July, and that's kind of hitting a lot of schools that I may be possibly mm -hmm. interested in. Um, and so, you know, we looked at it, we talked about all the different, the pros and the cons of each one, but thanks to those relationships that he's already been building with, with the one particular school, he's kind of elected, he's going to try to go there um, at a later date, right? Mm -hmm. And he's going to go to the camp right now. I think that, where, uh, where there's a lot more schools. So yeah, can't stress on, can't stress that enough in terms of not being timid, not being shy and being mm -hmm. your job as a student athlete should be try to over communicate right with a coach. 
because when mm -hmm. a coach is hearing from one to 200 recruits, you know, every week to two weeks, it's not everything you put out there that you share, whether it's on social media or through email is always going to get read by sometimes anyone on the coaching staff or the entire coaching staff, right? So you got to be able to really just be consistent, which we'll talk about a little bit more. And I know that that kind of hits at the core of what we're talking about in the, in the, the first, uh, first newsletter as well. So Rafa, any, any thoughts, anything on the uh, college soccer recruiting front? Like you mentioned about the ID camps, like what, what advice Frank do you have for as far as maybe, um, you know, players that maybe don't have the means of maybe playing for a club team, like maybe playing just straight mm -hmm. high school and so forth. What advice do you get them to try to get noticed by by a lot of those programs from the different universities? Uh, I mean, if you don't have like club season film, that's fine. Uh, like club season film is just a bonus and gives you like one to two extra marketing opportunities. But you could also just break up your four minute high school film into two two minute things. You know. Uh, I would say really just try to get to them directly, go to their athletic staff directories uh, or their coaches page on their uh, support dropdown and uh, just try to make sure that you have the correct contact info. Maybe uh, ask your mom or dad to organize it if they know how to do Excel stuff. <laughs> um, other than that, you know, just make sure that you have the data in an organized fashion and you know the last time that you tried to make a contact to them. Uh, and if you're going, if you do spend like whatever money you have to go to an ID camp, or a big camp, like Hector just mentioned. Uh, it's not like one camp is good and another one is bad, you know. Uh, maybe the big camp offers you an opportunity to email more coaches and get exposure in that way. But going to one where you've had a, a few emails back and forth makes it like a stronger connection. Uh, and they're more likely to watch you in depth at the camp. Good. Awesome. Anything else, Rafa? Well, like I said, so I, I get a lot of that from the kids <laughs> when I do college fairs and do my recruit visits, how like, well, I don't play club, but you know, what's the other route? So, so that's up some good information I can pass along to like some of the, if I meet players like that, though, you know, and also I'm sure there's four players watching that maybe don't have the luxury to play club, but, you know, still good players, maybe opportunities to play at certain schools and so forth. And I guess they can be proactive and, and move forward and, and get into those ID camps to be, to be looked at as well. If, if you don't play club, ID camps are the move. I think it was uh, maybe three pods ago. I'm not sure how many pods ago it was. But Eric Bell, he talked about, like, the the economic factor of, like, going to a club event and seeing them all in one place. But they also they host ID camps for this specific reason, uh, for people who don't play club. Right. Yeah, it's it's either a matter of a, they they come to you or you got to go to them on some level, mm -hmm. right? But but mm -hmm. that general that general progression which we'll continue to talk to um we'll continue to talk to more later is the um the understanding of that usually it starts with film film kind of helps helps you get noticed on some level depending upon what obviously sometimes what club you're playing for what coach you're playing for is it a coach that has a rapport and a relationship there with college coaches as well but your film's going to get you noticed and then, but inevitably they're going to, they're going to like what they see on film. And then they're going to want to see, maybe they go to, they see you at a showcase event, a tournament. And then at some point they're going to want to see you in a more intimate setting, right? Preferably at their ID camp. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, and anytime they can get you on their campus too, that's a big, that's a big bonus for them. Right. Definitely. Like, you should get, be going to the campus if you want to go there. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, 
Well said. A big, uh, big shout out to our to our friend Harry, Harry, Mr. Harry Austin. Great to great to hear from you, buddy. Hope all is well. We know uh, we know you're still mourning the loss of of your buddy, but uh, we're thinking of you and uh, hope all is well. So great to hear from you. Uh, so all right. So next thing we're going to go ahead and take a look at here. So and Frank, I'll let you speak to this guy here. So our So our film timeline, okay. So, and this is this will be a little bit some of the content that you can expect in the newsletter, right? So, um, the thought process behind this, I'm going to let Frank get into that, and then Frank, you just tell me how to navigate this. But talk to us, talk to us a little bit about this, the genesis, the thought process behind this, and what it what it represents. Mm -hmm. Well, we really wanted one of the points that we really wanted to hammer in this first inaugural newsletter was that film is a rinse and repeat process. It's 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 important, but it's also strictly a tool to build a relationship with the college coach or start a conversation with the college coach so you can build a relationship. Uh, so as you scroll through this timeline, you know, you'll see it's marked by certain dates of the soccer athletes year. Uh, so like club starts in August and at the end of club season, right before your high school season is about to start, you should do a fall, a fall film check-in utilizing your best fall club film if you play club. Uh, it's a good idea to market the film before the high school season starts so you don't get overwhelmed when it's just time to go out there and play. Uh, then uh, scroll some more. Uh, and, and like after the high school season starts in November or December, depending on your TAPS or the UIL uh, distinction, uh, it'd be a good tool to do like a winter film check-in uh, around February, mid-February. Uh, just utilizing your best high school film. And maybe if you have any club stuff left over that you didn't use, that's good. You can utilize it there too. Uh, it's good to have it ready uh, so it can be ready to distribute ahead of any club events because I know clubs, they shift to a more condensed uh, showcase type thing during the high school season. Uh, and then when that ends and the next club season starts and it's league play, the next time you should be reaching out and publishing and posting your own film is around June after the club season is over. That way you can have it ready before ID camp season. Jeff, any, any thoughts on this questions, anything? Yeah, Frank, for this on the timeline, this is when a student, at, at what grade is, should this, the students be doing this? Uh, it's all a suggestion. Uh, hmm. I think the more reps you get doing film, the better. Uh, so like if you're doing it as a freshman and you have a bunch of film, that's good. But I would say you should start marketing yourself by at least the time you're a junior so they can be ready for when you become ready to talk to coaches on whatever the June 15th date of your next year is. And that's a great question, Rafa. I think I know because that's something in the evaluations, right, at, when we were at College Promoters USA, that very question got asked every time, right, whether I was in there with JM Andy, Greg, <clears throat> that question got asked every time by either the parent or the student athlete, right? And inevitably, the difference is the sometimes most people think that, am I too late, right? Sometimes some some parents will think, hey, is it too early? Is it too early because my, you know, my son or daughter is a freshman? No. The reason why we think freshmen is if if they really have an inkling that they want to pursue this and play at the next level, why it's not too early is because that's more time where you're establishing your name out there, marketing your name and back to those relationships that Frank was talking about, right? 
that gives you more time, right? So, so that ID camp, wait, let's say, cause inevitably this is what's going to happen. You're going to want to go to maybe two ID camps and they're at the exact same time, right? And you're going to have to maybe pick one, right? Um, so do you, do you pick one? One may be in the spring, right? One may be in the summer, mm -hmm. right? Um, so what are you, what are you going to do? You know, uh, so building the relationships helps getting a feel for the coaching staff helps. Uh, but yeah, it's not too, obviously if you're in middle school, yeah, you shouldn't be messing with this stuff, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, if you're entering, if you're in your freshman year, you're the spring of your freshman year, right before you're about to go into the summer, before your sophomore year, you should, and you know that, Hey, this is something I really want to pursue. Not, not that I like the thought of wanting to play college soccer, but I really want to, I really want to learn more experience. If nothing else, right. Go experience the ID, an ID camp for myself, get a feel for what the environment is like, get to see, you know, get to interact with the, the competition, if you will, of some of the other student athletes that are attending this. So you can get an idea. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm not as advanced, I'm not as advanced as I thought I was, or no, I'm a little bit more advanced than I, than mm -hmm. I thought I was. Right. So, so it's a good kind of barometer check as well. And you, and you get to make friends along the way. And then a lot of these athletes too, you know, particularly if they're playing club soccer, they're either playing with each other on the club side, even, or, and they're at different high schools or vice versa. They're playing against each other on the club side or high school side. Right. So a lot of them know each other, especially in the regional sense. So, um, so yeah, so this is, and the big thing about this though, is this isn't a one size fits all necessarily, but this is a good general basic timeline to kind of have an understanding of what, what the soccer calendar looks like and what, where I should be targeting. And the other piece though, too, is some people are going to have more resources. Some people are going to just have a lot access to a lot more film and they can be plugging this in a lot more often. So Frank, did you want to add anything to that? Uh, I wanted to, two things. I wanted to circle back to the what's like too early question. Uh, in my experience, I have marketed like an eighth grader before. Uh, and it's like a, it's like a 60, 40% chance that it could lead to negative feedback. <laughs> um, but we're a service, you know, if the kid's actually doing like, if he, if it's, he's in eighth grade and his dream is to play college soccer, I don't think a coach would shun him away. You know, I think if, I think he could reply, but only with like an ID camp link or a questionnaire link and tell him just to keep him on file. Uh, also, you said it's not a, this is not a cookie cutter thing for everyone. Uh, there's more film opportunities. We were saying three to six months, uh, but right. this was just every like four and a half months, I guess. Uh, so if you have like, let's say you had like the best game of your career in the playoffs in April, you can make that a film production and update a coach that you have a relationship with. Uh, they might want, they might, they're the people that want to see them, you know? Uh, so this is just a broad outline and a suggestion for when people should be thinking about publishing and posting their film and sharing it with college coaches. Uh, but don't feel like I can only do three film productions a year. Yeah, no, by no means, by no means. <laughs> I know. Right. Now, when we're talking about these film sessions, um, what you'll know, and some of you are going to have access to a lot more. Um, and we talk about it a little bit more in the newsletter, but it shouldn't be an arsenal that you're trying to build up either. Right. In terms of I'm going to mm -hmm. just do one big video dump and do like a 10 or 12 minute long video highlight, you know, highlight reel. 
because I can pretty much guarantee you that's not gonna, that's not going to be watched beyond <laughs> beyond three minutes, <laughs> two and a half three minutes. So, um, and we get into that more in the newsletter. So, if you want to see this and a lot more great information that we're share that we're going to share, it'll be in that first uh, first edition of our of our newsletter. Go ahead and register and sign up for that. So, anything else to add, uh, Frank Rafa? Pretty pretty yes, straightforward from players. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and you know, and Frank is Frank has done great work on that as well. So. And kind of giving, and the whole point of that was <clears throat> when Frank and I were having that conversation about the just the the calendar, right? The schedule of a of a student athlete that plays soccer in this country, and we started talking about it at the start of their year with maybe when this is assuming they play club in high school, right? So starts gets going in August, runs all the way through this, you know, through the summer June, and then some cases going into July if they're playing in in their league playoffs and what have you depending upon what league they're playing and what level they're playing. And, but the thought process behind the, the actual, the timeline, the graphic, right. Was to give somebody an actual visual of what we're talking about, rather than maybe break this down in a couple of bullet, right. Bullet, uh, bullet point statements, give them a full blown visual of how it should maybe flow at, at a minimum, right. This is of course, just a basic, some people will have access to more resources, more film. People, others will have less, and they'll have to get a little bit more creative, right? So, um, so, and that is something to think about too. When uh, when you're looking at a club that should be at this stage, and and given what clubs in this country charge to play, that should be a question that should be getting asked. It's like, hey, do you record? You know, do you record your games, whether, you know, whether it be Trace, whether it be Huddle, whether it be VO, just to name a few. Um, are they creating player accounts and are they recording their uh, their games? So, Frank, did you want to follow up with any of that as far as the actual the recording piece, the film piece? Um, hmm. uh, most most clubs, uh, in my experience, I got a lot of club film, you know, uh, that I would have to send over to Matt. So I would say. Mm -hmm. Most clubs do do record nowadays, I, but I, I'm not sure exactly. Maybe like the one man bands aren't really on it, but uh, most the uh, like I know Classics has has one. You know, I know I've I've broken down some Classics Elite video film before. I know I broke down some like Capital City Trace ID film. Right. Uh, I don't have like a in depth. Uh, mostly, I would just screen record it and then get it over to Matt. Uh, mm -hmm. So I don't really have any in depth experience like filming or anything like that. Right. Yeah. And, and that was a piece too, that I think that in most cases, that was one of the best things, right? One of the great blessings that came out for, as it relates to this, that came out of the pandemic was it mm -hmm. kind of, it, it put clubs in a, in a position, right? Where they, they needed to record, they needed to create some sort of film, mm -hmm. get it out to college coaches when college coaches were stuck in a, in a dead period, right? In a no contact period. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, you remember that, Rafa? Going back to the uh, oh, yeah. halfway through the <laughs> pandemic, yeah, yeah, that was the, that, that was a big thing during the pandemic for us. Like, especially because like the state of Texas, controversially, the state of Texas was the only people still hosting AAU tournaments and stuff like that. You know, yeah. uh, so like during the pandemic, my job sort of switched from more helping Matt on the video side and like trying to get him all the stuff that he needed and organizing stuff so that we could flip it around. Normally I'm trying to do like pre-event campaigns, but now we're doing post-event campaigns during the pandemic, trying to get out uh, 
club footage, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And so, and the next thing, right, we're shifting gears here again. So the other thing that we're excited about that we we're really looking forward to, it's still in its infancy stage. We're trying to hopefully get this off the ground by the end of the summer is the, <clears throat> excuse me, will be our official website. Um, and some of that, and Frank, again, will be at the core of that as well, in addition to the newsletter. Um, but Frank, talk a little bit in terms from your perspective and some of the things from the website that you're looking forward to and some of the things maybe that our listeners can expect as it relates to the website and how this, how the newsletter will tie into the website maybe as well. Okay. Uh, I'm most excited just to have another, another content hub, you know, for the team. Uh, can't wait to put those Texas high school <laughs> soccer podcasts on a different, different page, uh, get some more views for those. Uh, also, you know, with the, we're going to take the newsletters and make them titled articles like blog posts on the website. That way they'll be able to find us through Google or SEO type stuff. Uh, I'm really just excited to start working on that and start pushing on it. Uh, I'm not sure how many other contemporaries we have in this podcast recruiting landscape soccer space, but I, I, I expect to kill them in SEO and <laughs> Google rank and other stuff like that. So Frank, no pressure, no pressure. Aye. Aye, aye, aye. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We might get, uh, we might get Rafa in there too. He might uh, load mm -hmm. some do a little bit of writing as well. Maybe uh, I just told him he's not allowed to write about El, El, uh, El three. He's not allowed to write about the uh, Mexican national team. Right. So that's our, our ongoing uh, back and forth. Uh, they get started what about 15 minutes, I think. Right. Rafa? 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I was actually at, at the game Sunday Yeah. in Houston. And it looks like looks like Heidi Heidi Haiti <laughs> looks like Haiti, Haiti beat uh, beat Qatar, so or no? What oh, was the that? Honduras they tied. No, they tied the Honduras. One Sorry, Honduras tied on the, Qatar, yeah. on the last seconds. <laughs> I'm all over the place here. Yeah, so so yeah. So in terms of our website, uh, no, that hasn't gone away. We're definitely still very much in its infancy stage. We wanted to make sure we get the newsletter in terms of content off the ground first. Frank's done a tremendous job. And we're excited to have him. And you'll you'll see him pretty regularly, whether it's content videos. We'll have him on here regularly. We're very lucky to have him part of the, part of the team, and uh, excited for some of the the many great things he's uh, he's doing. And uh, I joke with him that we I forgive him for being an Aggie, right? But uh, <laughs> but hey, we did have Coach G on, right? So you know, Coach Guerrero. So we're uh, we uh, we can look past that because he's he's a great guy. So. Uh, all right, uh, before we go, start wrapping up here, but let us tell you about our good friends at Global Scarves. Global Scarves is the top provider of custom-knitted scarves, beanies, and other fan merchandise in the U.S. All merch is fully custom with free design services and free shipping on all orders. You, you can get more information by contacting them at info at Global Scarves as Rafa holds it up there. Nice, I like that. I like that. <laughs> you can get more information by contacting them at info at globalscarves.com. Again, that's info at globalscarves.com. You can get any free designs and quotes built up for your school, club, or even if you want to do some personal ones, right? Personal ones with a whatever, a personal saying, a motto, a picture of your own face. I don't know, whatever. They do it all. They can do it all, right? So, um, and you use the code hashtag 5050pod or just let them know, hey, the, you know, the 5050 podcast, send us, drop our name. They'll be sure to take care of you and give you great, uh, great prices, so. So, Rafa, thanks again. I didn't know you'd still have it there, man. Still, yeah, yeah, actually, and actually, I got some new. I got some news. Uh, our the the FTC for supporter group. Uh, we are using Global Scarves as our 
I was our manufacturer for our new scarves, which will there be coming go. out soon. Yeah. So we're taking pre-orders. So if you go to the FTC Facebook page or you go to the tailgate on Saturday, we're mm-hmm. going to be taking orders for the new FTC uh, 210 scarf. So and that's oh, so going to be already, done by Global. It's already been designed already, and everything? It's been designed and so far. Oh, yeah, nice. it's been good. Nice. It looks nice. So if you want one, stop by the, stop by the tailgate, uh, sign up for it, pay for it there. On, uh, like I said, we have the, the codes there to pay for it and hopefully it'll be ready in about three weeks. Nice. So, and for those who aren't local, who aren't in the San Antonio area and who won't be at the San Antonio FC game, where can they go for that again? Get more they information. Can also to the, yeah, to the FTC 210 uh, Facebook page, or you can find us on also the FTC at the San Antonio on Twitter. Uh, reach out to Matt. Uh, he'll, you can say he can take your order for the scarf. I think it's about, I think 10 bucks for the scarves. We're trying to get mm-hmm. at least a minimum of 50, but. You know, you can reach out to him to order the scarves. I actually ordered two scarves. They look nice. We're, nice. we're excited about it. And um, so, like I said, it's our, our okay. official scarf with with FTC and 210 Alliances. We're coming yeah. combining together. Nice. So, yeah. so I already got the logos up for it. And so we're, we're yeah. happy about the yeah, work by Global Scarves. Well, let's hook it up. Matt, we'll uh, love to have one back here. Eventually, we're going to have scarves going up here mm-hmm. here in the studio. Uh, but um, after we figure out our lighting issue here. So, <laughs> but uh Anyway, uh, yeah, no, that's great, man. I know. And Matt's done. I know who he goes through, who he works with, and the stuff he's done. They do some great work, man. They do some great – just his designs on shirts and different things, flags and stuff he's put together. I mean, I don't I don't know if it rivals uh, El Gato on the field, you know, worthy, but uh, it looks it looks pretty <laughs> exceptional. It's a, it's, uh, this one, they des- the way he designed this, oh, it's going to rival that. So so we're, I think all the members of FTC there and 210 Alliance are – we're, we're really happy with the design, and like I said, Global Scars did an excellent job, and we, we're sure for sure they're gonna build a relay them, for, you know, here on out to have our annual scars for, for the for the for the supporter groups. So it's gonna rival that flag back there over your left shoulder, huh? El Gato. It's gonna rival that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. All right, all right, awesome. So. Again, uh, so as we start, we transition here, we start wrapping up here, stoppage time. This is where we usually go. Final thoughts, shout outs, thank yous, whatever's on your mind as it relates to the game or any content that we covered today. Uh, Frank, since you are our uh, guest of honor today, we'll uh, let you go first. The floor is yours, my man. Um, the the newsletter is bi-monthly. I'm not sure if I, I'm not sure if I said that earlier. There's oh, yeah, going to be two yeah. coming out a month centered around uh, – topics in the recruiting landscape. Uh, so, you know, if you want, if you want that type of content, if you're a high school athlete that's looking for guidance or support in the process or anything like that, you know, subscribe. It's on all of Hector's uh, film focus tweets. Uh, I'll get a tweet up tonight. Uh, we'll get a tweet out, I think on the 50, 50 feed. That's like all four positions with the link as well. Uh, so, you know, just subscribe to the po- podcast. Uh, I mean, subscribe to the newsletter and the podcast on all yeah, video formats. Do both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, other than that, just shout out Victor Winnebaya and nothing else. Yeah, You're getting a Wimby, a Wimby shout out, huh? Awesome. I might do it every episode. There you go. <laughs> I, I saw today. I think today was his first uh, first practice. Yeah. I think is that what that was? Yeah, yeah I thought I saw mm-hmm. that. Yeah, great stuff. Awesome, Rafa. Uh, just like I said, um, just shout out to the guys that are like I said with. with FTC and 210, and like I said, we're looking for the game for Saturday. So if you're going to head out there to Toyota, stop by the tailgate, like I said, buy a scarf. And 
and then we'll have hopefully a show next week um, to cover the Birmingham game. We'll go over hopefully we'll have, we should have Harry back for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then looking looking forward for my vacation. I'll be gone from July fourth <laughs> to the twenty sixth. So so much need a rest. Yeah. Awesome. Now you guys are you guys going? Uh, I know you guys are going the uh, SAFC Fancast pod right now. So is the you guys kind of uh, the roundtable kind of on a little break right for for the rest of the uh, the rest of the summer? Yeah, but we we kind of. We kind of want to do a little special show, but we're just going to leave it as that. Uh, uh, we want okay. okay. So yeah. we want to we want to have like a little summer like a summer special edition. So we're going to yeah. kind of tease it a little bit. Um, so that's that's in the works. Hopefully, so once everything's kind of finalized, we'll, we'll probably do kind of like that episode. And then, um, yeah, we're also looking into some other things as well. Mm-hmm. But I know for for the right now, like I said, we're concentrating with the fan cast. Like I said, because we have safe season season and. Um, and also, we'll probably be covering some other things like Gold Cup, like what's going on with the Gold Cup. I know we have the yeah. Women's World Cup coming up pretty soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, so, and then talk about also some of the transfers, you know, from from all the teams. And then looking for, especially next next summer is going to be busy because we're going to have the Euro Cup, Copa America. Um, we're excited about that. You know, it's just a, a lot of soccer coverage. But yeah, you know, we're waiting till. So that day, that first day, that first week in December, when we can start that high school season again, and looking looking forward to it, see who's gonna who's gonna head to Georgetown this coming this coming twenty twenty four. Right, it'll be here before you know it. I got uh, ooh, what's today Thursday? I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday, I got my uh, got the new new edition of the uh, the Dave Campbell's Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine came in the mail. The other that's mm-hmm. that's when you know who's it's, on the cover. Uh, uh, is it Sunny Sunny Dykes? Spike Dyke's oh, son that from TCU. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, just great content, great stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, it'll be here. It'll be here before you know it. So, um, and uh, so my final thoughts here in stoppage time, a couple of things really quick, and you guys kind of hit on them a little bit. But so the first one, thank you again. I've said it a couple of times, but have had a lot of friends, colleagues, people in the, uh, you know, people in our uh, in our profession just kind of reaching out, asking, kind of asking what's going on with me. Where am I going to be coaching still? Am I going to be returning to coaching? Where am I going to be going? Where am I going to be coaching? And uh, so the answer to all of that is yes, I, I will still be coaching and uh, hopefully an announcement on that uh, imminent. So soon, very soon, very soon. So um, so we'll see. We'll see. But grateful to all of you who have checked in just offered well wishes for my family and I are grateful for all of you. And it's, uh, this can be a pretty awesome just profession that we work in, especially when you got just good people and knowing that you got, you got other people just checking up on you or looking out for you. So thank you to many friends, colleagues, people that, you know, professionals, thank you for that. Um, the other thing, stay, uh, <laughs> stay cool, right? Try to stay fresh, try to stay out of the sun, make sure you are getting some, rest and recovery and downtime and enjoying your summer as well. I love all the clips. I love all the stuff that we're seeing on, uh, on student athletes, staying busy, summer workouts, getting in the weight rooms, all of that. Just make sure you take the time to, uh, to enjoy the summer as well. Some time to step away, step away from the field, step away from the weight room, even if it's just a couple of days, right? Even if it's just two, three days, four days here or a family trip here or there, take advantage of that. And, uh, cause we need those two. We need those to, to decompress, hit the reset button 
and come back nice and fresh. So we don't have athletes that are just that are burnt out or athletes that are they've just all of a sudden one day they've completely lost why they play this game. Right. We don't want that at any level. So whether it's club, high school. All right. So. So, yes, rest, recover, stay cool because it's a little warm out there. So keep hydrating as well. And then the last piece is uh, just, yeah, the women's uh, FIFA Women's World Cup that's coming up. Starts July 20th. That's inside of, what is that, three weeks now? And uh, get out there and get out, you know, get out, support, supporting the ratings. The games are going to be at kind of all kinds of oddball hours (laughs) since it's in Australia slash New Zealand. Uh, but support it as much as you support the uh, the men's World Cup because I, I have a feeling we're going to be in for for some high drama in this World Cup. So, um, but yeah, outside of that, uh, just continue to enjoy your summers. Thank you, uh, thank you to all our supporters, our listeners. Again, you can uh, like, rate, subscribe on YouTube. Go go to YouTube at the fifty underscore fifty podcast. Subscribe and sign up. It'll give you notifications. Sign ring that bell. It'll sign up for. It'll sign you up for notifications. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast. All of this information is literally going down at the bottom of the screen for those of you watching it on the video. But for those of you on the audio, again, those are the places where you can find us as well as on Twitch trying to <laughs> trying to grow that guy at 50 underscore 50 pod as well. So uh, you can find us on all major podcast platforms as well. So thank you again to all of our supporters, all of our listeners you, uh, as we always say, you really are the reason why we do it and uh, why we do it, I should say. We're grateful for all of you. Thank you. And you know what to do until the next time. Keep downloading and keep listening. You've been listening to the 5050 podcast powered by National Scouting Report. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening.